0: The UN Human Rights Council in Geneva adopted a resolution against Sri Lanka's rights record on Tuesday and India abstained from voting. What is the resolution all about and what impact will it have in India? Here's all you need to know. Hello and welcome to News Explained. I am Nivedita Varadarajan. The UNHRC adopted a resolution titled The Promotion of Reconciliation, Accountability and Human Rights in Sri Lanka after 22 members out of the total 47 voted in favour of it, 11 members voted against the resolution, and India and 13 other nations abstained from voting. Sri Lanka, which was trying to gather support against the resolution, described the draft resolution as, and I quote, Unwarranted, unjustified and in violation of the relevant articles of the United Nations Charter, unquote. The resolution, which was tabled by a group of nations including the United Kingdom, Canada and Germany, calls upon the Sri Lankan government to, and a quote here, ensure prompt thorough and impartial investigation if warranted persecution of all alleged crimes relating to human rights violations and serious violations of international human rights law, unquote. The resolution comes after a scathing report released by the Office of the UN High Commissioner for Human Rights on the 27th of January. The report warns that the lack of accountability of Sri Lanka's previous violations has increased the risk of repetition of those crimes. Sri Lanka had the support of China, Russia and several Muslim nations, including Pakistan. India for its part, Urge Sri Lanka to carry forward the process of reconciliation, address the aspirations of the Tamil community, and continue to engage the international community to ensure that the fundamental freedoms and human rights of all of its citizens are fully protected. The UNHRC has been bringing up resolutions against Sri Lanka for quite some time now, and India has either abstained from voting or voted in favour of the resolutions. In 2014, India abstained, while in 2012, India voted in favour of a similar resolution. But this year, the vote could have some political backlash at home. The BJP's ally in pole bound Tamil Nadu wants the centre to vote against Sri Lanka. The AI ADMK's M. Tambi Durai said that the matter is about justice and peace. He said that Prime Minister Narendra Modi had previously assured that he would take up the cause and protect the interest of Sri Lankan Tamils. Raising the issue through a zero-hour mention, he said that the Sri Lankan Tamil people cannot be assured of their fundamental rights without a vote in favour of the resolution. When India can support the human rights of people in other nations like Palestine, he said that it was India's duty to support the cause of the Tamil population in Sri Lanka too. But this is not the AIADMK's demand alone. Recently, DMK Chief MK Stalin and other political leaders, including P. Chidambaram, wanted India to support the resolution. Unsurprisingly, the cause of the Sri Lankan people is one of the major issues that both Dravidian parties agree upon. But voting against Sri Lanka is not an easy thing to do. The island nation is a close neighbour and both nations enjoy a trade of $4.59 billion as of 2019. India is also one of the largest FDI investors in the nation. But more importantly, Sri Lanka is growing closer to China over the years. China has opened a port there and the two nations are strengthening their defence ties. China views Sri Lanka as a key player in its ambitious Belt and Road initiative, much to India's worries. Just today, the Central Bank of Sri Lanka has announced that the island nation has signed a currency swap agreement worth $1.5 billion with China for a three-year period, which is to be used for promoting bilateral trade and direct investment. The Reserve Bank of India and Sri Lanka are currently negotiating for a currency swap deal too. This deal will be worth about $1 billion. The deal between Sri Lanka and China comes as Sri Lanka is undergoing a difficult time thanks to the COVID-19 pandemic, which has dealt a severe blow to the economy, especially because its $4.5 billion tourism industry has already been hit hard by the Easter Sunday attack in 2019.